welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. This is Bev Herring. Um, Mom Herring is doing well, and I just want to say you can keep my handsome husband in prayer. He's been hit with a pretty tough stomach bug, so we appreciate all the prayers. You know, as we head into Christmas this year, you know, in looking toward the end of the year, you can't help reflect maybe on life and how it's changed in the last couple of years. Today, we want to talk about trusting God brings breakthroughs and blessings. That's what we have to do, don't we? In Psalm 20, verse 7, Psalm 20, verse 7, classic amplified, it says, Some trust in and boast of chariots and some of horses, but we will trust in and boast in the name of the Lord. That is a fabulous scripture to personalize. Some trust in and boast of chariots and some of horses, but Dave and Diane will trust in and boast in the name of the Lord. Some trust in and boast of chariots and some of horses, but Brenda will trust in and boast in the name of the Lord. Some trust in and boast of chariots and some of horses, but Denise will trust in and boast in the name of the Lord. You know, some trust in chariots that we call jobs and retirement accounts. There are millions of Americans and other folks really around the world that are discovering that, well, they can no longer trust their job to provide the necessary income for bills and caring for their family. Our trust can no longer be found in jobs and retirement accounts. But truthfully, our trust should never have been there in the first place. Some trust in horses. That might be the federal government. There are people who think the federal government and the stimulus packages that they want to throw at you will solve all the financial problems. But the, pro- the truth of the matter is, is sometimes things help, but it's not going to solve your problems. You know, we need to always remember that our deliverances never come out of Egypt, meaning the world financial system. And it never will. We can't look to them to be our focal point. And there is a point where believers have to take a stand for what's right, for what's in the word. And this is especially true when you come up against times of adversity. If we want to do what we've never done, be what we've never been, then we're going to need to take a stand for what's right in the face of rejection and sometimes even ridicule. Trusting God brings breakthroughs and blessings. And today I'm going to talk about seven leaders who trusted God in the midst of some pretty amazing circumstances. Let's take Noah. In Genesis 6, 14 through 22, Genesis 6, 14 through 22, this in the Living Bible, it says, this is what Noah was told. Make a boat from resinous wood sealing it with tar, and construct decks and stalls throughout the ship. Make it 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, 45 feet high. Construct a skylight all the way around the ship, 18 inches below the roof, and make three decks inside the boat, a bottom, middle, and upper deck, and put a door in the side. Look, I'm going to cover the earth with a flood, and destroy every living thing, everything in which there is a breath of life. All will die. But I promise to keep you safe in the ship with your wife and your sons and their wives. 
bring a pair of every animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive through the flood. Bring in a pair of each kind of bird and animal and reptile. Store away in the boat all the food that they and you will need. And Noah did everything as God commanded him. Noah's first expression, a question, whether expressed to God or not, was, what's a flood? You know, if you read through Genesis, you find out that water came up from the earth and watered the ground. Genesis 7-4, Genesis 7-4 says, For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth, forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy off the face of the earth. Noah was probably told that a flood happens when it rains a lot. But I can imagine he would have still had a lot of questions. What's rain as it had never rained on the earth before? In Genesis 7-5, Genesis 7-5, we read, And Noah did according to, unto all the Lord commanded him. Noah had a lot of faith because he trusted God. He did what he said he even, I mean, what God said for him to do, even when he was reviled by his neighbors. It tells about him as in, the, in Hebrews chapter 11, the, we call it the chapter of faith. In Hebrews eleven seven, it says in the classic Amplified, prompted by faith, Noah, being forewarned by God concerning events of which as yet there was no visible sign, took heed and diligently and reverently constructed and prepared an ark for the deliverance of his own family. By this, his faith, which relied on God, he passed judgment and sentence on the world's unbelief and became an heir and possessor of righteousness, that relationship of being right into which God puts the person who has faith. That's right. Abraham, Genesis 12, 1 through 4. We'll just cover him quickly. Genesis 12, 1 through 4, classic amplified. It says, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, Go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors, and make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. And I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you, and curse him who curses or uses insolent language toward you. In you will all the families and kindreds of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. So Abraham departed as the Lord directed him, and Lot, his nephew, went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. Here's another, well, celebrated in Hebrews 11, Abraham trusted God. He left behind everything that was familiar, and he was blessed, and so are we through him. Think of that. Number three, Hezekiah. 2 Kings 18, 5 through 7. 2 Kings 18, 5 through 7, classic amplified says, Hezekiah trusted and leaned on and was confident in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that neither after him nor before him was any one of the kings of Judah like him. For he clung and held fast to the Lord and ceased not to follow him, but kept his commandments as the Lord commanded Moses. And the Lord was with Hezekiah. He prospered wherever he went. 
Here's yet another story. We can gain so much from the stories in the Bible. When we trust God, we can know that God will bring us through with a breakthrough and blessings. Job. Ah, Job. Nobody likes to read the book of Job sometimes, but there's a lot to be said. In Job 13, 15, 13, 15, he says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. And again, we read in Job 42.10, 42.10, classic amplified. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job and restored his fortunes when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Job showed that he trusted in God. Did he have his moments? Boy, he sure did. And so do we. But even when it must be, he must have felt truthfully all alone. He not only did trust God, but he turned around and obeyed God and prayed for his friends. In Job, in James 5.11, New Testament, James 5.11, the Living Bible, it says, We know how happy they are now because they stay true to him, even though they suffer greatly for it. Job is an example of a man who continued to trust the Lord in sorrow. From his experiences, we can see, this is why God puts it in the word. From his experiences, we can see how the Lord's plan finally ended up in good, for he is full of tenderness and mercy. Mm. We need to trust God, trust the word, pray for others. And that's a winning way to change things in our own lives. King David one of my favorites, King David in Psalm 11, 11.1, says, In the Lord put I my trust, how shall ye to my soul flee as a bird to your mountain? And in Psalm 31.1, and also verses 14 and 15, classic amplified, it says, In you, O Lord, do I put my trust and seek refuge. Let me never be put to shame or have my hope in you disappointed. Deliver me in your righteousness. I love that, your righteousness. It's not our own, but God covers us. And verse 14, but I trusted in thee, O Lord. I said, thou art my God. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. For 20 years, David had to dodge death and defeat the enemies of Israel. But he did it because he trusted God. How about the three Hebrew children as examples? Daniel 3, 16 and 17. Daniel 3, verses 16 and 17 said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Are we not careful to answer thee in this matter? If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. And ah, Daniel. Daniel is a great story, especially for children. They love Daniel and the lion's den. If you haven't read Daniel 6 lately, I encourage you to do so. Because, you know, while we may never be placed in the actual lion's den, we used to, my mother-in-law, I loved it. She used to call it armchair Christianity. Oh, this is the way I would be if I were in that. But, you know, sadly, there are cases in which we really face the enemy, the enemy of our soul. That's right. But here's the good news. 1 Peter 5.8. 1 Peter 5.8, Classic Amplified Bible. 
It says, be well-balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring, a fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. We know this one thing. When we put our trust in the Lord, he will not be devouring us. So let's cover one more very quickly, the most important one of all, Jesus. In Hebrews 2.13, Hebrews 2 verse 13, Classic Amplified, it says, and again he, say it, he says, My trust and assured reliance and confident hope shall be fixed in him. And yet again, here I am, I and the children whom God has given me. You are the children, we are the children who God has given. I've recently fallen in love in the last mm, several months with a passion Bible, reading the four Gospels. You know, if you read the four Gospels, you're going to talk, you're going to run into scriptures where the, and the, and the number of times where the disciples, they didn't have a clue what was going on. Sometimes God doesn't let us be privy. We don't have a clue of what's going on, but we do know this one thing. One of my favorite little sayings is the fact that it'll all be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. So as we go into Christmas and this new year, let's keep an eye on the fact that trusting God is going to bring breakthroughs and blessings to us in the name of Jesus. If you've been blessed by today, go to Harold Herring. Just click the button, sow a seed, do what he says. That's all we ever ask. We pray that you will have a fabulous and tremendous Thursday. And until tomorrow morning, same time, same place, happy trails and keep thinking rich thoughts all day from the word of God. We love you. We praise the Lord for you. God bless you.